Hello, aviators. Welcome Hi. back. Welcome back to the Pro Pilot Playbook Podcast, where we bring you the tips, tricks, hacks, and shortcuts to get through your aviation career in the fastest and cheapest means possible. And uh, we've got a uh, another listener question for you uh, this week. And you probably already noticed that Mike is on the road again and <laughs> not in the office today. No, right. <laughs> yep. Mike's somebody's got to do it. And, and I see, it. I see palm trees again in the background. <laughs> yeah. There's a theme That's developing right. and uh, That's we'll right. That's right. Maybe next time you I'll like end up on the road. That's right, man. That's right. This time of year, man. Uh, people like uh, palm trees. That's for sure. <laughs> people with money. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm stuck here in dreary Cincinnati. Haven't seen the sun in days. I don't even know how many days at this point. It's hovering somewhere around freezing outside. It it looks uh looks nice there. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, sorry if the it might might be a little glistle, glistening sweat on my forehead, but uh, yeah, no. Other than that, it's pretty good, man. You know, it's just one of the perks of the job, and that's that's what we're all about here, man. Is uh, getting people. Uh, yeah, into aviation and, and you can see all sides of it, the good, the bad, and the ugly. <laughs> right. Right. All right. So, uh, today's question, uh, comes to us from Vladimir okay. and, uh, on his, um, I guess it's kind of his part of his signature on the email or something. looks like Vladimir might be a, a water polo player. Looks like, mm-hmm. uh, maybe cool. college. What well, I did a little water polo myself swimmer for, uh, Swim teams oh, really? out for uh, yeah eight ten years or something and um, yeah I never knew that about you man yeah I never did like any type of professional uh, or not professional uh, college water polo or anything like that but you know water polo is always involved when you're when you're a swimmer yeah 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 you didn't know that about me yeah I was a uh, yeah swam competitively for that and uh, lifeguard for four years whatever oh yeah cool. No, no, that's awesome, man. But, uh, so Vlad, oh, and if you have a question for us, you'd like us to answer on the air, you can email us at podcast at propilotplaybook.com. Um, so anyway, the question, Vladimir just moved to Los Angeles and I'm doing my multi-engine through Liberty university. I am supposed to get done with college next fall. I'm not supposed to reach my thousand hours before I graduate. Will I get paid more with a college degree once I land a job in the corporate world? Additionally, how would I network with corporate pilots? Where would I look for job postings for any kind of other job than becoming a CFI? I'm planning on getting my CFI and work uh, for about 400 hours or four months, whatever comes first, it looks like he's saying, um, and then switch over to a, a charter job at around 750 to 800 hours so first off i love that he has a plan you know he's looking he's very organized yeah Yeah, that's a great question yeah he's not just going into it willy-nilly right and you know getting out of college and not having a thousand hours before you graduate um i don't know if you were saying that because uh, you know that's i would say that's pretty typical you know that's I would say most guys getting out of college don't have the thousand hours yet. 
not every, I mean, I'm sure it happens if you were really on the ball and ended up, you know, getting the CFI and was teaching all through college. But I would say most guys are getting out of college without the thousand hours yet. Right. Um, but the main question and the title of the podcast, you know, mm-hmm. will you get paid more with a degree in the corporate world? Yeah. You know, it, it, we've done, we've done a whole podcast on, do I need a college degree to be a pilot? You right. Know, that's out there. If you look through the YouTube channel or the, you know, if you're on iTunes, whatever. Right. You can, you can find that podcast and we go into great detail about it. Actually, both of your questions, we have specific podcasts just for it. Um, but I would say the answer to your question, just if you want a flat out, the yes, no answer is no. Yeah, and I would agree with that, Sean. And and I that's an excellent question because most most career paths are not like that. I mean, and that's where that question comes from. But right. there's there's many people that work at large operations and they make less just because they don't have a degree or they can't advance in those companies because they don't have a degree. A degree, so they go back to school at night to earn their degree uh, in order to promote themselves. So it's it's a uh, it's a definitely great question, and and in many fields of work that absolutely applies to it. But because aviation is so technical and it's really not based on, um, you know, college, it's based on uh, technical certifications. Um, you really don't uh, y- y- you're not going to make more money. It, there is a possibility it could open a few more doors if you had the right interviewer, you know, that you you had a degree or whatever and may get you a job. But it, um, it's not going to it's not going to affect your pay. That's my uh, my two cents on that. Right. It, it, the the question would be akin to asking, um, when I start applying to become a doctor, uh, will I get paid more if I have a degree? <laughs> well, you're not going to get the job unless you have a degree, you know, right. as a doctor, unless you have your MD, you're not going to get that job. Now right. that, that statement, what I just said would have been true 10, 15 years, 20 years, whatever. Uh, that is, is changing. That is, that is starting to come around and that's what the podcast was just a few episodes ago where we were talking about, do I need a degree to become a pilot? Mm-hmm. Um, the answer to that question is no, you do not need a degree anymore to become a professional pilot. However, it does grease the wheels in in some situations like, uh, the thousand hour thing you just mentioned, um, with a degree, as long as you went to an accredited 141 school and graduated with that RATP uh, certificate, it, it will allow you to get on with the airlines at a thousand hours versus the 1500 hours if you didn't have a degree, or actually, if you have a degree and didn't go to that accredited 141 flight school college. And we get into that in that podcast. But uh, no. Having a degree is not going to get you any more money. Um, there are some, there's still some advantages to having a degree. Um, you know, if you're at some flight, if you had a degree, it might allow you to get, if you wanted to go into a more of a management thing or something like that. Right. But right. to get on with the regionals or pretty much all the majors now, aside from maybe one, uh, and it's going to become as, as we move further along here in time and the pilot shortage becomes a thing again, uh, the degree requirements are going to have to disappear. 
they they will just be gone. Right. So, right. No, getting a degree is not going to get you any any more money. Now, in the corporate world, even more than the airlines, I could see not having a degree possibly not getting you the job. You know, there's right. going to be there's going to be some higher end corporate operators out there that are that are just not going to let that degree thing go. Right. True. Yeah. Uh, and I've heard that. I, I know of a situation where a person uh, interviewed in a bank and uh, uh, these are this was to fly a big, big time corporate jet um, and a big time pay band uh, uh, in within the structure of that company, you know, because all these these large corporations, like if you're working for, you know, a drug company or Johnson and Johnson or, or Pepsi or one of these enormous uh, companies, um, they all have bands and executive pay and all that type of thing. And they do have degree requirements. Um, uh, but a lot of that can be dropped, you know, but there is some corporate bureaucracy there where they may say, okay, man, this guy's making, you know, $200,000 a year. Um, and, uh, he doesn't have a degree, um, is this, you know, is this really a smart move based on, you know, uh, things like that. But I do know, I do know people that have high paying corporate jobs that do not have degrees. So, uh, but uh, I guess the short answer to what I'm trying to get across is there may be, uh, small, unique situations with large corporations where this could come into play, but overall, I don't think it's an issue. Right. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, I think we hit that one. Uh, yeah, the, yeah, that was a great question. Uh, his other question here, how would I network with corporate pilots basically to find that corporate job? And I, I'm trying to remember which podcast it was. I know we did one on uh, becoming a corporate pilot or whatever, but there was maybe it was a question we answered and we went into some detail on on networking and and finding these things, you know, once you're out there working as a CFI or, or whatever, uh, you know, it, I guess it depends on how big of an airport you're at, but usually there's right. a hangar filled with jets and King airs and, you know, that type of thing. You just need to pay attention and go out and talk to guys and, you know, tell them. You hey, absolutely I'm, need to be there. Yeah. 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 I'm, Hey, I'm over here working as a CFI. Um, right. Do you guys ever, uh, do you guys ever, need a first officer, or, you know, a, a somebody to talk on the radio and, you know, a second head in the cockpit and, Absolutely. you know, yeah, that's, I'm going to clean their planes for them. <laughs> <laughs> right. I, you know, and, and if you're in, uh, I think we've touched on this before, but I think this is a fantastic way. If you are young and you're eager to get into this business and, you know, you're a college student or whatever, and you're doing, um, small jobs for money, you know, maybe working at a restaurant or whatever that consider getting a job at your local airport, man, you know, even if it's cutting grass or answering the phones or, or fueling airplanes is a fantastic job. If you could get an entry level job, fueling planes, uh, even small planes, then you're constantly networking with pilots and talking to people. Um, I was just at the airport here yesterday, actually last night and had to be escorted out to my plane and was talking to a a guy that works on the ramp here and he's very interested in getting started flying and, you know, was talking about he, how he's networking with people. And, you know, you, you'd be very surprised that a lot of people, you know, they go flying by themselves and they'd love in these small planes, they'd love to bring somebody with them, you know, um, all that type of stuff. So 
um, there's a lot of opportunity if you're working in the business, even if it's an entry level job. Absolutely. Yep. And I, here I go again. I've said this before, you know, besides being the guy fueling the aircraft here in uh, Cincinnati over at Lunkin, there's a, a young man working behind the desk as a CSR at the, you know, one of the high, the big name signature, one of the big name FBOs and he's the CSR in there and he knows uh, he's working on, uh, actually, I think he already got his commercial, took his commercial check ride, but this guy, he, this kid is going to be set up because he knows <laughs> every one of those hangar tenants. He knows, oh, yeah. he knows their schedules. He knows them all by their first name. Um, I mean, this guy's, that's a perfect spot, you know? Perfect. Yeah. He's not out there in the weather, getting all greasy and stinky, putting jet fuel in airplanes. He's sitting behind a desk wearing a nice shirt, you know, chit chatting with guys like me coming in. You're yeah. learning everything, learning yeah. all the lingo, you know, you know, all the different planes, what they are. And that's, and, and probably it's a pretty fun job, you know? Right. Well, I mean, yeah, I don't think it's too difficult either. I mean, it's just, yeah. Billing people out and whatever. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, and so the next part of his question, he's like, uh, you know, where would I look for job postings that, you know, other than being a CFI and there are job there, there, you know, people out there that do not want to be a flight instructor, you know, teaching, yeah. teaching appeals to a certain type of person. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what he's getting at. It sounds like to me. That's yeah. Yeah. Up. You know, not everybody wants to be a flight instructor. Um, not everybody's geared towards teaching, but unfortunately being a flight instructor is almost built into the ladder, the echelon to become a professional pilot. It's one of the first things you do to build time is as soon as you get all your ratings and certificates, you turn around and you start teaching people how to do everything you just learned to build time. So you can get your first real job. I mean, you, yeah. make, you make money as a flight instructor, but it's not, it's a lot of work. They're long days and it's, it's not a lot of money, but you're getting that log book time, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it's a fast way to build time, you know, and it the pay is pay's not typically all that bad, you know? Um, well, so if you're at a, if you're at a big enough school feeding you enough students, but if he's out in the middle of no, well, he's in California, I'm sure he'll be fine, but LA, uh, yeah, yeah, you're out in the middle of Nebraska or something, you know, you may not have the students flowing through to do anything with it. You know, you may be flight right. instructing for years. <laughs> now, now one thing I will say, so, and I can tell you this personal experience when I was at his level, I had the exact same reservations about being a flight instructor. I really just didn't want to do it. Um, and once I got involved with this and I talked to a lot of people here do it, sorry, they're trimming the palm tree over here, but, uh, <laughs> the, the, uh, uh, they, they, uh, you actually, once you start the actual job, you realize that you really like it. I've had a lot of people say that because you're flying for money and you're meeting people and it's, you know, you can control your schedule somewhat and it's, it's just, don't knock it until you've tried it. And this guy's a planner. I can tell by his email, and that's fantastic. He wants everything lined out. This is what he's going to do. X amount of hours, he's going to do all that and everything. Um, uh, but what he may find is once he starts instructing that he enjoys it, you know. And, sure. uh, uh, you know, the road takes a turn, you know. It's excellent to have a plan. Uh, one of my favorite Mike Tyson quotes, right, is everyone has a plan until they get punched in the face. Right. But that's true, man. You, it's, you definitely want to plan, and, and I'm a planner myself. But 
things are going to happen, you know, and everything's not going to go accordingly. And that's what keeps everything so interesting. And he may be surprised and enjoy uh, flight instructing a little bit more. Right. Thanks. You know, I, I was excited about becoming a flight instructor. I, I love the idea of, you know, finally getting to do, you know, that job that somebody had been sitting next to me for all that time doing, you know, teaching me. And mm -hmm, mm -hmm. the great thing about being a CFI is how much you learn being the guy right. telling somebody something, you know, because you're sitting here, it's nonstop rattling off information, teaching somebody something or whatever. And, and then, uh, you'll get halfway through some dialogue explaining something and realize that, Hmm, maybe, uh, am I saying that right? And then, you know, after that student <laughs> leaves, you go get out the books and you look it up to make sure you told them the right thing, or they'll ask you a question and you're like, man, uh, let me, uh, let me double check what I'm telling you is right or whatever. So you actually learn a lot being the instructor. So I really recommend, even if you don't want to be a CFI, that's not how you want to build your time. I would recommend that everybody gets their CFI and, and yeah. you know, does it a little bit. Now, if that's not going to be your primary way to build time, there are, uh, you know, a handful of other jobs out there you can do to build time. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So we got, yeah. there's uh sorry. Is that, uh, is that stall annoying? Is that okay? We can audio. hear it. We can definitely hear it. <laughs> I guess that's one of the uh, yeah. uh, downfall. The, uh, being uh, occupational hands. We've got to trim the yeah. palm trees. <laughs> yeah. What, now, one of the uh, – uh, there's a, uh, a banner towing. If you're actually in a beach location, there's a lot of yeah. that. There is some in, in uh, non-coastal locations. I'm waiting to see events, one but, fly by in the background where you're sitting there. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That's a uh, – that's a that yeah that yeah so so that's a great way to build time and you can you build a lot of time i mean those guys fly for hours and hours continuously uh very good job you know what yep. else what else do you know about uh, you got flying skydivers there's yeah i did that uh yeah i, I did that too uh there's the pipeline the pipeline uh pilots you know all these a lot of our oil and gas pipelines run underneath uh, the ground in this country, it's actually pretty intricate, all the pipelines. And these things, they use small aircraft to fly over them every now and then, maybe once a week or something. And the pilot is looking for certain things uh, for leaks, basically. But there's certain things he's right. looking for as he flies along. And that's that's a lot of time, you know. And then there's... Yeah. Uh, what, oh, the uh, aerial survey work or the mapping. Yeah, geo mapping. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's big. You know, all these, this Google Earth stuff and uh, map, whatever. Any map thing on the yeah. internet there is, most of that, the the more finer details you get when you, zoomed in, when you zoom in, uh, you know, comes from aircraft. And then once you get so close, it's, you know, the car that drives down the street with all the cameras on it. But, uh, right. you know, that mid-level stuff is not satellite, really. It's, it's uh, it, you know, it's, it's aircraft with, you know, Google has, I mean, I'm sure they contract it out, but there's companies all over the country, a uh, whole, you know, air force of these single engine, their Cessnas, and uh, <laughs> they go up and they just fly these grid patterns all day long.
taking pictures. And they got yeah. special exhaust on them so the aircraft aren't annoying people and uh, yeah, they're a little quieter or whatever. Uh, but you- well, I think some of that exhaust is also so it doesn't mess up the camera if there's any, I don't know, but. Yeah, yeah, ripple effect from the exhaust coming through. Yeah, I've seen that. You know, there used to be a uh, traffic watch uh, and, uh, and that type of stuff, but I think drones and technology has got away from that. Maybe in some smaller markets, there may be some aero photography type business that you could do. Um, you know, people pay you to go up, photo a building and things like that. But, you know, the, the drones might have eat, eaten away on that, you know. <laughs> right. But these jobs are out there. I would say, uh, you know, you can find them. There, there's some websites where where these type of things would be listed um yeah. when it's been around forever uh probably still the biggest one that i know of is that climb to 350.com yeah that's a big one it, but the uh the fa- there's facebook groups i i can't tell you what group it is because i'm probably in two dozen different ones but there's groups just for job listings like this or there's flight instructor uh facebook groups and I just saw, I don't know, a couple months ago, somebody wanting pipeline pilots. And, you know, so there's, there's job listings on the Facebook groups too, for these type of things, you know, and these jobs are, you know, they're, they're the lower end aviation pilot jobs, you know, they're not going to, they're geared for guys right where you're at, you know? Yeah, so they're yeah, not going to be. They're not going to spend a bunch of money on advertising because they throw an ad up on one of these Facebook groups. They're going to have all kinds of candidates. So, yeah, yeah, no, 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 yeah, definitely. You can just Google pilot jobs, but there's lots of. Some of them are subscription, some of them are on, but there's aviation job posting uh, websites for all of that stuff. And then there are actually some on monster.com and some of those big uh, job interviews. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep, yeah right. Aviation jobs on there. But the biggest thing is the networking, get to the airport, get to know people. Because a lot of the real good opportunities, they never get posted online. You know, um, they're, they're done through uh, people. People like to hire people they know. Right. The other thing that's going to happen is after you start flight instructing or getting out there at the airports, just like we were talking about with the corporate guys, you're eventually going to run into, because I see them all the time, uh, all over the place. You're going to run into somebody parked uh, on the ramp at some little airport you never even expected. You and a student are going to land there to grab a cheeseburger or something. And there's going to be two or three of those mapping Cessnas out there uh, yes. sitting on the ramp. And you can figure out how to get a hold of one of the pilots by talking to the CSR and the FBO because usually leave your contact information before you walk away from your airplane. Um, you'll be able to get in touch with a pilot that way, or you're going to, you know, here where I live in Cincinnati, we had, uh, there was one of those pipeline guys that would fly over the little airport I flight instructed at uh, oh, yeah. once a week, he would fly over and, Every now and then, uh, however it worked out, he would come in there and land and I would talk to him and, you know, he's got, got all kinds of, he's got a two liter of pop in there and bags of pretzels and chips and whatever. He just sits there and I mean, piece of cake, man. Yeah, exactly. So that's the other way you're going to, you're eventually going to run into these folks as you're out there. Yep. And you can figure out how to get on with their company. Right. Yeah. But networking is the key for corporate jobs. Uh, you know, that you're talking about that charter 
you know, the charter companies, they're, they're going to be, once the airlines start kicking back up again in a few months, you know, those charter companies are going to start emptying out and yep. they're going to need pilots bad. Um, the airlines start sucking the pilots up like a vacuum cleaner and then there's none left. So then the charter companies like, oh, holy cow. And then they start hiring entry level right. people such as yourself. Yeah. Right. Um, I don't know. What else? What else we got on this subject? Like I said, uh, Vladimir, all of this stuff, um, your question is, uh, and it came in back in November. It's January now. So uh, we have, we've got, you know, a separate podcast basically on every one of your questions. Uh, if you yeah. just look through there, but we appreciate the question. Thank you. Yeah. And, uh, Hope everybody's uh, still settling into the new year, 2021, and uh, making their plans to get out to the airport and start training. Yes, sir. Yeah. You guys start uh, taking action and uh, start your leap into this great business. Right. Thanks for joining us again on the ProPop Playbook Podcast. If you have a question for us you'd like us to answer, you can email us at podcast at propilotplaybook.com and we will see you next week yeah thanks a lot